0: Hello everyone, welcome along to Championship Drill and our daily World Cup um, roundup. Day eight now, eight days into the World Cup. Mad. Um, starting to get, I think, is it Tuesday? Is the first, or the last of the group games? Yeah. And um, tomorrow will be the last of the second stage of the group games. I'm pretty sure. Is it like next this day next week is the next round starts? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of mad to think of that. It's also a case of um tomorrow's the last day, four games in a day. So we're going to start slowly seeing football being cut back and cut back and cut back. Right. Um, when it goes to the last group games, obviously, they have to be played at the same time. So we're going to have 3 p.m. games and 7 p.m. games here
1: right. in
0: Ireland. And depending, you know, what time zone you're in, obviously, we'll be adapted around that, whatever they are. Um, so this morning, we start with Group E and we go on to Group F. So This morning, we had uh, the early morning game, which was um, the Pan-Costa Rica. Now, last night when we were having a chat, Phil, uh, we were talking about how teams had been kind of humiliated in the first game, Iran. Came back and won. We were talking about how Australia had been totally outplayed by France. Came back and won. And we said one of the last things we said last night was, you know, could it happen again? Could Costa Rica, after being hammered 7-0 by Spain, come out and get a result tomorrow? Yeah. We said anything is possible, and one shot in, on target from Costa Rica in the <laughs> entire tournament, yeah, yeah, not just in this game, in the entire tournament, I they've know. had one shot on target and they beat Japan 1 0.
1: Yeah, it's a great result, uh, a
0: massive result for them.
1: But again, it's, I think, Japan's own downfall because they made so many changes. Uh, I think a
0: lot of, like they should have stuck with the second half team from the Germany game.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, they didn't, obviously, and I think that uh, counted against them in the end. I did. they did probably I mean they Was that? But the, they were the better team in this one. They deserved probably to win it. Yeah. But again, oh. didn't take their chances. And there was a few times when they were in good positions and um the wrong pass was kind of played.
1: Yeah. Uh, they had
0: disappointing.
1: They had thirteen shots to, they thirteen shots to four. Um,
0: yeah, and I mean we talked about Costa Rica's defense, and and that their qualification was built on a good defense rather than good attacking options. Even though we know Joel Campbell has has some skills, yeah, um, and a couple of others too as well, but they defended really really well. And I have to say, um, Borges and Tejada were really, really good for them in the middle of the park as well. But they, they defended really well. We know in Navas they have a great goalkeeper. But a goalkeeper who was not played very much. Uh, yes. uh, he's not played for PSG this season.
1: Yeah, and and he's older as well. He's 37. Yeah,
0: he's getting up there. Uh... Um, it was kind of really, really weird uh, game in terms of it just was like, it's looking like, can Costa Rica hold out for a nil all, really? And then they get one chance, they take it, and yeah. uh, Costa Rica be Japan. Japan are going to be fuming with themselves, because what a chance they had to put themselves on to six points. And had they done that, um, they would actually now be um, in the front.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Germany would be going home. Uh,
0: Germany would be, well, they wouldn't necessarily be going home, but more than likely they'd be going home. Yeah. Because they'd have some massive goal difference to catch up to Spain on, yeah. Um, but uh, that didn't happen. They lost. They're still second in the group, but now they're going to have to get something out of that Spain game.
1: And again, it, we don't know what Spanish side they're going to turn up.
0: We don't. But again, it's a case of because of um, Germany's goal difference being minus one and Japan being zero. Yeah. Like all it would take. For Germany to pass, the goal difference would be to beat Costa Rica by two goals. Yeah. If that game was a draw. So Japan, to guarantee they go through, have to beat Spain. A draw is no good to them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, And should that happen, then that really, if if Japan beats Spain, then it's a case of Germany not only have to beat Costa Rica, they have to do it by nine goals or something like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Possible, I I like, it could, like, anything's possible in this world, you could see it. In, anything's possible, like, yeah. But, like, um, no, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. But, like I said, Japan are going to be really, 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 um, uh, really unhappy with this. And, like you said, the manager has to take a lot of the blame. He made five yeah. changes.
1: Yeah. I don't know why this is something you do in the third game if you're qualified.
0: Yeah, it was really weird. It was like he thought, look, we'll just be Costa Rica here, we'll rest our players and we'll give it a go against Spain for who finishes top of the group. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. Like, win this game first and then worry about Spain. Exactly. Um, Well, it's
1: weird weird if you look at the group right now Germany, one point. Germany,
0: one point and probably the favourites to go through. Yeah, yeah. Spain. Which is weird because you expect them to be Costa Rica and you expect Spain to be Japan. Yeah, uh, not saying both those things are going to happen, because the way it is now, if Costa Rica draw with Germany and Japan lose to Spain, it's Costa Rica that are going through in second place.
1: Yeah, that would be something out of the first game.
0: You know, in theory, Costa Rica could be on minus six goal difference, four points, and go through to the second round.
1: Yeah, unbelievable, really.
0: <laughs> so it's uh, it's going to be an interesting final day in Group E. The other game, which was a cracker of a game that we just finished watching, Spain-Germany, um, the victory would have um, pretty much, well, it would have guaranteed Spain going through, I think, the way that the, the group
1: shaped yeah, up. would infinite. have all
0: but gar- it wouldn't yeah. have guaranteed they went through, but with the goal difference, Costa Rica, even if they won, would have needed a 13-goal swing. Yeah. So it all, all but would have guaranteed Spain going through. Um, didn't happen. Germany had a goal disallowed in the first half, Rudiger. Yeah, for, just um, about, about just
1: offside? Offside, yeah. just about he uh, was
0: just about offside. Yeah. Um what did you make of that? I mean
1: again do they do that. That they're doing that thing again, like where we don't see it properly, they just do that fucking yeah. animation. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly um, his feet were onside, side by his shoulder uh was yeah. but is
0: there any excuse for that? No, because that's... he's looking across the line. Exactly. He should time that run better.
1: Yeah. But again, um, it's a defender, so it's harder in your in your mind, you're not really... It is
0: harder, I suppose. You're you're used to dropping back a bit sooner to defend. Yeah. And Murata off the bench to get another goal for Spain. Are you we talked about him beforehand. Yeah. And uh, we talked about him beforehand saying how he's one of these guys that Mightn't always do it for his club, always does it for his country.
1: He's six goals in nine appearances for Spain. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah it's, he definitely it's, does. Yeah, it's, it's kind of mad. Um, I thought a fairly even game. I think Germany probably had the better chances.
1: In the last 20 minutes, Germany were brilliant.
0: Um, I, to be honest with you, was very disappointed with Spain.
1: Yeah, they were very flat. I, um, I thought
0: and... they were very flat. I thought a lot of their players were very poor. Yeah. Um. You know, I I like it was it just wasn't. I thought I didn't even know Ferran Torres was playing half the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, he, was off. he was so <laughs> so bad. Busquets who was brilliant against Costa Rica. Was awful in this game. Yeah,
1: I suppose um, the kind of more a dice ball in the first half was that save from uh, yeah uh, Alma Admo.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and Gavi point. and Pedri, very poor. Yeah, um, they are young. They're not. They're not going to play brilliant every match they play. I didn't think they were great. On the other flip side of that, I thought Germany were very, very good in this game.
1: Yeah, they had to be. They had to to be.
0: Yeah. Um, They they did miss a couple of great chances, though. Um, You know, and again, there was a couple where it was like just the wrong ball was picked.
1: Yeah. Um, But then again, do you know what I liked about this match was that story of... um, Nicholas full crog.
0: Uh, yeah, we talked about him in the preview show. He made yeah. his debut a few days before the World Cup essentially. Yeah, yeah. When he came off the bench and got a goal. Uh, At yeah. twenty-nine years old. Yeah. And uh, yeah, does it again.
1: Does it again. And it was a great goal. It, um him and that young flaw were very good.
0: Yeah. I thought they were they were their two best players. I thought Nabry had a good game in, yeah. in spells, but didn't really have um at any time he kind of broke through, there was kind of no one up ahead of him or anything like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. and he was wasteful. And again, actually of speaking of wasteful, there's was a lot of balls went over the bar. Thing I said last night, the balls too light. There's a, there um, a lot very light. There's a lot over the bar shots.
0: Yeah, and I thought that as well. Even with Germany's equalizer, he hit that ball very hard. It yeah. went very high into that net. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I mean, when you hit a ball from that distance at that pace, it shouldn't go that high. So maybe there is something to the ball being slightly lighter. Maybe it has something to do with the heat. Maybe it's just traveling a bit weirder in the heat.
1: Yeah, did that happen? Uh, did that happen in the World Cup as well before?
0: Yeah. So the ball
1: were swerving and the goalkeepers couldn't catch them.
0: Yeah. So it's it's been a strange one, I have to say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, good game though Very between much. two sides, and um, Germany had to had like go down. You know what? Like less than ten minutes to go. They were going out of the tournament at that stage. Well, they weren't because the way this group has now shaped up after the Costa Rica result, even a defeat Germany would still probably be in the favourites to go through.
1: Yeah, it's mad.
0: Um, which would have been kind of mental, all right? <laughs> they'd have needed a three-goal win over Costa Rica to do it. But, but you'd, if you'd it imagine if they knew yet. they had to do that, they'd be capable of that. Yeah. That I- said, Costa Rica now going to be a bit confident. Do you think this is kind of um the game that gets Germany going, though?
1: Ah, uh, without a doubt, I expect them to beat your uh Costa Rica four 0 at least. Um, and
0: what about the other one then? Because let's say Germany do that, um, do you see any way Japan can get something out of Spain?
1: It's hard,
0: like it's hard to know because
1: again, what Spain team shows up? Because if they if they bench five six players, Spain suddenly Japan yeah. played their side that beat Germany and their who knows. It could easily get a result off of.
0: Yeah. Like I like after the first game, we we, we kind of threw caution in saying, look, we, we don't know how good these teams are gonna be till they play their second game. Yeah. Uh, a little disappointed by Spain in this one, I have to say. Yeah. And um while I do think like Spain or team, you're not gonna to want to get in the knockout run because they are capable of winning this thing. Yeah, they
1: exactly.
0: are capable of beating anyone. Uh I wouldn't be as worried about Spain after today's game as I would have been maybe after the Costa Rica game. Exactly. Same. Uh, you know, and I when I say scare, I'm talking about teams like France, teams like Brazil. Yeah. You know, teams whether it's like England, Argentina, See whoever.
1: Thing I same thing happened in England the other day. They won 6-2. Everyone it was yeah. like, oh, they're brilliant.
0: Yeah. And yeah. then brought back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's the same here. That said, I thought Germany, game plan was good. I thought they were far more solid. And, um, And to be fair, Germany haven't been bad in the tournament, even though they've only got the one point, because they were very good against Japan. It was just kind of 10 minutes of madness um, cost them. Um, Being a little too casual, maybe, when they were 1-0 up against Japan, thinking you know, we're just going to see this out, we're going to take the three points, move on to Spain, uh, see what happens against Spain, and then be Costa Rica and go through. That probably was their thinking. And then Japan get two goals quickly, and suddenly you're chasing a game. That you didn't expect to be and it's yeah it was a tough one but yeah I think i'm I'm quite impressed with how Germany responded in this one and uh little is it, point it afford
1: to, to lose again if I think yeah. I, I think if they
0: lost this game they would have been in trouble absolutely i I absolutely agree with that yeah. uh we leave group B e there move on to group F and I a couple of uh crazy results in this one as well we're not so crazy. Uh, we go to Belgium, Morocco first, which was the the earlier of the games. Yeah. Two 0 win for Morocco. Saïs, um and Abdullah with their goals. Both subs,
1: yeah, both subs yeah. got off the bench.
0: Now, if people listened into our preview show, you'd know that we both fancied Morocco to finish second in this group. Yeah. Um, the reason being, I think you said you you expected an African team to go to the quarterfinals, yeah. and I said if it was, it was probably going to be Morocco. There's just something about this Moroccan team. Yeah, they, um, they, that was one of the most team
1: performances I've seen at this World Cup so far.
0: Yeah, and they now have a game against the Canadian side, who are going to who are going to try and win because they've never won at the World Cup, even though they're out. Yeah, and um, they're going to try and win. But Morocco actually playing for something, you have to think that they're going to um, be the favourites for that Canada game. And if they win that, that means Croatia or Belgium are going home, and a draw will do Croatia.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very, very tough group to call still. Uh... Yeah,
0: I mean, I was very impressed with the way uh, Morocco played. And um, I was watching the game on BBC. I don't know about you. It took our, BBC our, about our. half an hour to realise that they'd swapped goalkeepers Morocco before the <laughs> kick off. Um, I don't know how that happened.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: But um, but it did. Um, I But you could see what happened. The goalkeeper, I think something wrong with his eyes or something up with his eye. Yeah. Um. And the manager calmly walks over to the subkeeper and this is literally after the anthems had been sung and everything (laughs) and says you're in goal for the game and um, can't fault him he played well. Yeah he did
1: to be fair to him. But
0: uh, that's got to be crazy. Like when you're a sub goalkeeper you don't expect to come on the pitch anyway but you certainly don't expect to come on before kick off when the other guy is out there singing the anthem. Yeah exactly. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's a funny one. I I I didn't pick that one off because I was on RT. Um... Yeah. Um, so that was a strange one, but I was very impressed with um, ZH, who we know is one of their key players, right. uh, along with Hakimi. Yeah. Um, and I thought very, very good he was today.
1: Yeah, if Belgium, they like, though, if they like this, they could, li- they could literally beat anyone. Um, uh, they were that good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought they'd finish second in the group, but you know, to me, they're the favourites to win the group now. They have to be without a doubt. I, I don't, yeah, yeah. I would think, I so mean, bad. Croatia are playing Belgium, Croatia could obviously finish ahead of them still.
1: They should be in Canada, man, um,
0: they should. I just thought, like, Bufal, there was a load of them, were just so so good for them today. And Sais who got the goal, Hakimi, who we know like Hakimi and Ziac, they're two star players essentially. Yeah. But I mean, to a man, they were very very good.
1: They were, like, I said, like, they were the best team. That was the best team performance that I've seen. Um, just. <laughs> Every, everybody knew their role. Everybody, It's like that thing they say when well, you just wanted them more. They just went out there, and they had more belief. They knew it. Belgium looked very yeah. lethargic and tired. And Yeah. And
0: all, they all had, that was it. I thought they had a great game plan. They sat back into their shape. Yeah. They said to Belgium, look, break us down if you can. We're going to hit you on the break with our pace up front. Yeah. And I, that's what they did. Did Lukaku um, even get a proper shot? I didn't didn't hear much. No, Lukaku got ten. No, Lukaku uh, coming into the game. What had happened is um, he's obviously injured. The the Belgian team said he's not going to be able to play the first two matches. He can play the third one they reckon. Yeah. but they were so desperate today they threw him on with ten minutes to go, even though he's clearly not fit.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
0: um, but that shows the desperation of Belgium, yeah. and. I don't know what you think about this. It'd be interesting to get your thoughts on it. But Belgium won against Canada. Um, Again, they shouldn't have won. Yeah. The manager came out and said, oh, Canada should have beaten us. De Bruyne came out then and was like, oh, I shouldn't have been man of the match. Only going on my name or whatever. And then talking about how, no, it's not the golden generation. We all know last time was our best chance. It seems like a very, like, <laughs> the mentality of an athlete should always be positive. Like, I'm going to win. We're the best. Belgium seem to be very down on themselves.
1: Yeah, they seem to be very disheartened and very uh, lacking energy. Um, it's hard to call because I, I, he, he is right, though, their goal in time was four years ago.
0: Yeah, but do you not think then that that's like a case of they have some other younger players that are in the squad now as well? Well, Trossard so,
1: like, should be certain, first off.
0: Yeah, Trossard, exactly. Um, Who's probably their best player, even though he only played about 25 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, but it was a case of, like, when you have that attitude of, oh, we're not as good as we used to be, we're They're slow, we're old. You right know, now, we were right? terrible against Canada, we're probably going to be terrible against Morocco. Um, it's an awful attitude for a team to have.
1: Yeah, and then also, as well, when you're woke, then you've lost it before you even kick the ball.
0: Yeah, it's very, very strange, whatever's happening with that Belgian squad. We were talking um, because
1: about, you, he had on about you, it, and he said that manager.
0: Yeah, the manager has never been brilliant. I mean, <clears> he's, I mean, I mean, to be fair, like the players they've had in the last few years, I think any decent manager would have done the same job he did. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know what it is. It's like the likes of De Bruyne should be the ones coming out and saying, you know. You know, oh, we got away with one day against Canada. We need to be better against Morocco. We're going to train hard. We're going to be more focused. We're going like to be you would, you no, would, they you all came out and were out. like, "No, nah, we were terrible. We are terrible. The whole tournament is terrible. We're a terrible team. We're probably going to lose forevermore." Like you weren't even that attitude. Guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a terrible attitude. And then you have the Canadian lads coming out, knowing they're at the World Cup, and they're all talking about, "Well, we're still going to go for a win in the last game because we've never won at a World Cup before." Exactly. And it's a totally different mindset. Um, I'd fear for Belgium in that last game if they're, if they're still thinking the same way. Because, you know, they have to win. They have to beat Croatia. Exactly. It's the only way they can go through, realistically, um, is like, to beat if, Croatia. If
1: they, lo- if they lose, the Canada basically just is going to stay as is. Croatia and Morocco.
0: Well, that's it. I mean, that's it. Belgium have to win. A draw is not good enough for them. Yeah. You know, unless Canada batter Morocco... Uh, okay. Then a the draw might be good enough for Belgium. Yeah. But I mean, I can't see, I you know, maybe Canada can beat Morocco. Possibly. Yeah. I think Morocco are probably favourites for that game. Mm-hmm. But if Canada do beat them, can you see Canada beating them by four goals? I don't. I don't think so. No, um, so Belgium will have to win that game against Croatia. And as we saw today, and we might as well go on to that game, Croatia 4, Canada 1. Not really a 4-1. But no. it was this a case of just... Croatia's experience telling and they just picked them off. After, and such, them after and such
1: a good start at all.
0: Yeah, it was an explosive start, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, I thought Canada played very, very well. Yeah. Um, in this one. It was just Croatia, just it was it was kind of like um almost like not not quite like an FA Cup match, but that kind of a thing where you've the underdog against the favourites and the underdog takes the lead. Yeah, and Croatia just strangled them to that with possession for a while. Um, even though Canada had a lot of the ball, there was again final pass was pretty poor from them. Yeah, but it was just so efficient from Croatia. You can tell this team have been you know together for a while. Um, and I have to say, like, uh, two of their older players, in Perisic and Modric, were very good today, and the same at Ko- uh Kovacic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, they just ran the show. The three of them,
1: yeah, they, they really did. And it's, it, do
0: you know what? This I didn't see this performance
1: coming because after the first...
0: No, I didn't. Nor did I see uh, uh, Karamich scoring two goals. Yeah. Um, but there you go. And then taken off before he could get his trick. Yeah. But uh, but there you go. And um, I suppose from Canada's point of view, we we talked about it coming in tournament, and um, they could certainly do something in this group because it is the toughest group was. To call at the start of the tournament, but they got their first ever World Cup goal, so that's something. And um, you look at the age of their squad, yeah, and you look at Alfonso Davies, who was probably their player of the game today, yeah, and um, looked very dangerous. He's twenty two. He's going to be twenty six when the next World Cup comes along.
1: Yeah, exactly. He uh, he'll be quality by then. Um, There's
0: going to be a lot of Canada's players that are around that 26, 27, 28 age mark when the World Cup comes along again, and they're playing at home in it. Yeah. Um, they're really building towards something, and I think they need to not lose heart by how this tournament has gone for them, because yeah. I think I think they've won a lot of people over just by the way they play and um, how attacking they are, and, that. and I think people are going to look forward to seeing them, and I think what's good for them in a way in this one is when they were awarded the World Cup jointly with USA and Mexico, people were thinking, Oh god, so Canada are gonna qualify automatically. Yeah, they're yeah. useless. I
1: know, I know? know.
0: I think they all yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But I think now you're looking at with USA and Mexico, you're looking at Canada and probably thinking there is good if not better than those two teams.
1: Yeah. Mexico, um, Mexico, great at no. all.
0: And Mexico are in probably the worst position of those three teams in terms of as a co-host yeah. because they still have the old players who won't make the next World Cup Yeah, whereas America and Canada kind of have the youngsters who will make the next World Cup and who will be a lot better for the experience yeah. um, a lot of points was being made in commentary and um, I know you think about it It's the one thing that's going to count against the USA, Mexico, Canada is the Nations League in Europe
1: Oh, yeah,
0: uh, because of the Nations League, European teams are only playing against European teams when there's a friendly window open. Yeah, which means the likes of Canada, the likes of Mexico, the likes of USA, you know, Costa Rica, whoever else, are going to find it very hard, if not impossible, to play against European teams and friendlies.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's right.
0: Um, no, and it makes it hard when it comes to the World Cup because you're probably the you know, next World Cup will be a summer World Cup, so then. Have a month where they might be able to get a couple of European friendlies in before it, because yeah. they're no doubt going to be drawn in a group with at least one European team. Yeah. You would think, um, but yeah, I think a little bit of, um, I think Canada will have learned a lot from this World Cup.
1: Well, where they? I, think,
0: no. I think they'll have learned, you know, maybe how to protect the lead better. And like I said, the players will be better for the experience with having three World Cup games behind them by the time the next World Cup comes around.
1: Yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm looking for, like again, my my dad, me and my dad were talking earlier. Was like FIFA yeah. must they're so rich because three three countries really, isn't it? Mexico, Canada, like Mexico, the average, Canada, the average. Yourself, like can't go to these matches at all. No, no, but all
0: people traveling. will travel. They will travel, but like how? It's just the cost of everything, like it's and even cost of everything. But they always do it. I mean, you know, the Irish went to Italia '90 when. Most of them didn't have, like, two cents to rub together, but they still made it over there. I suppose there. The, the point
1: I was making was, like, yeah. USA had it in 94, why England can't have it is, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah.
0: Um, I think but, England will have to, to go a couple 100 of years now, like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, like, if if they want to go somewhere else, I suppose the Women's World Cup is being held in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, um, Let's see how that goes there. Maybe a tournament down there might be a bad idea at some stage. And um, even though the time zone difference, would absolutely kill us for watching matches. Well, it'd um, like, it
1: would be like five a.m. start matches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But there you go. But I think that might be a bad idea. I think it's I think kind of a nice um place for it to go at some stage as well. Would be a team that we talked about already today. I think Morocco would be a nice place to hold the World Cup. Yeah. Um maybe with somebody else, maybe you know Morocco, Tunisia, kind of a, a joint, kind of a host, kind of a thing, or something like that. Yeah. Um. I, like think, a, I think I yeah. think something like that might be a bad idea.
1: But I think for sure after the American one, it has to go to Europe. It's not being in
0: um, Europe in a while. Well, the last one in Europe, in Russia. Oh, yeah, but um, like, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, you it's know, we were in South America and yeah. Brazil. So I think, um, I think I'm think i not sure exactly where the next World Cup is going to be. I think it's likely to be in... Um, Either South America, I think there's a few different nations looking to host in South America: okay. Argentina, Chile, Peru. I think there's a few together. and um, I also think Turkey are also a, a, another country that are looking to host the World Cup. Well,
1: according to the Wikipedia page, it says, "Yeah, this was this now was 2018. It said England and yeah. Ireland, England and Ireland put in a bid for the 2030 World Cup."
0: Yeah, I don't think that's there anymore. And uh, I think it's down to three groups. Yep. Uh, um, I look them up that's there. Not, I'm pretty updated, sure
1: that's not updated at all for a while. So yeah, you're right.
0: No, no, no. Um, I think it's yeah. So 2030 bids um for the World Cup at the moment. I think Spain and Portugal are the European ones, okay. joint hosting it. Um, like I said, I think Morocco and um and uh, Tunisia or Algeria together we're looking at doing it. Uh, I think Egypt were looking at doing it at one stage, mm-hmm. um, and I think you had uh, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru. There's a few co-hosts doing it, but I think it's down to um, I think it's either going to be Spain and Portugal, or it's going to be um, South America. Um, you know, it's a possibility. Interesting to see where it goes. What's an interesting one for me is um, Saudi Arabia are country bidding for the 2030 World Cup. Okay. Uh, and Lionel Messi is going to be one of their spokesmen for that. And what's interesting about that is Argentina are one of the countries in South America looking to host the World Cup. So it's going to be weird if Messi is trying to back Saudi Arabia while Argentina are also looking to host the World Cup.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's going to be interesting to see who wins it. Uh, so we'll, we'll wait and see. um, Spain and Portugal anywhere there uh, as as potential. i um, So yeah, it'll be intriguing to see where it goes. I certainly like the idea of some stage, maybe not 2030, but maybe beyond that, of the likes of a, a Morocco with Algeria or with Tunisia bowling the World Cup. I think, you know, nice part of the world, good history, nice culture and everything else. Yeah. Um, and I think it'd be nice to uh, bring a World Cup back to Africa again. Um so we'll see, we'll wait and see we still have a lot of this World Cup to go though yep. and we might as well while we're here look ahead to tomorrow's games before we go um, like we said the last one's of four so we've got a an early one with Cameroon and Serbia yep. um, two teams who lost their opening game so another defeat and they go home um, um, I think it's
1: very hard one to call
0: 'cause Cameroon, Cameroon were not great in the first game. Um, they weren't great, but I thought they were better going forward than I expected. Yeah. Um <laughs> Serbia just, you know, they were playing Brazil and Brazil turned it on the second half. And when Brazil do that, it's gonna be hard for anyone to beat them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think it's a tough one to call. The other game in group G is at four o'clock. Brazil plays Switzerland. That has the potential to be a cracker. Yeah. Um Switzerland are not bad. Uh
1: no, nope, they could be. though, know, to be honest,
0: it um, it could be. You know, and it's the World Cup of shock so far. Um, it it could happen. And uh, no Neymar, as we know, for the next two games for Brazil, at least the next two games. Going to start, uh, huh? Going to start, Martinelli. I would think Jesus is the likely replacement, but you never know who he's going to go with. Yeah. Um, I think Jesus can do a lot of what Neymar does, as in drop deep, pick up the ball, and dribble at people. Oh yeah. I think he can do a lot of that, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him try something like, you know, play Martinelli and move one of the wide players into the centre instead. That makes sense. Uh, It's hard to know. Obviously, he's not going to drop Ricardeson after getting goals that he got, and with Neymar out, I don't think he's going to change up the team too much anyway. Um, Switzerland, uh, I can't see them making too many changes realistically. I think they'll have worked on some things in training because I think there was a couple of times against Cameroon the the person on the ball picked the wrong pass and I think they'll have looked at that yeah. and I think that's something they're going to be more aware of so yeah. uh, interesting game there I think Brazil-Switzerland
1: Yeah it's uh, hard to know I'd go either way um, if Switzerland won 2-1 it wouldn't surprise me
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those where any scoreline wouldn't surprise you too much, other than probably 10-0 Switzerland yeah, surprise yeah, 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 Um, yeah. But you never know. Uh, then Group H, which is uh, going to be an interesting one. South Korea-Ghana. Ghana feel like they were robbed in their game against Portugal. And they definitely were, because I don't know how that's given as a penalty. I still haven't seen any explanation for how that's given as a penalty. Right. Uh, and they were robbed essentially by the officiating because also their third goal was clearly offside, and I don't yeah. know how VAR didn't interfere in that either. I know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's corruption going on trying to keep Ronaldo in the World Cup. There was, was,
1: pretty much was before. I know what that was.
0: It was terrible. Uh, and Ghana have a couple of times, it seems, in World Cup's been kind of screwed out by decisions. Yeah.
1: So, I think uh, I actually think they want to lose this game.
0: Yeah, and Ghana playing South Korea, so yeah. I think South Korea uh, could North lose North it. North. They could I, lose it. I yeah. will say South Korea Uruguay was probably the worst game at the World Cup so far. Oh, fair, yeah. It was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, um, so hopefully, hopefully South Korea-Ghana will be a little bit better. Um and then the final game of the evening, seven o'clock, they got Portugal against Uruguay. Potential to be a tasty affair, that one. Um the players will know each other well. There's a lot of Uruguayans, obviously, playing in Europe, um, so is that has potential to be a tasty one. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Obviously, oh, getting down a Uruguay is the one. That's I think going to be Portugal,
1: very tasty. Be, Portugal just about beat up. I'd say
0: it's it's yeah. I I think they probably will too. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Uruguay, um, something against them here. What I hope doesn't happen is what Portugal do too often. And I, I think referees need to step in, start booking players. They just throw themselves on the ground looking for free kicks and asking for yellow cards. And, exactly. You know, it, it drives me mental when you have a team that are that capable, that are that good on the ball, that are just that are just good in general. And um, they resort to like just throwing themselves on the ground looking for free kicks and that. And I <laughs> think until referees really do come out properly and um, stamp that out by just saying, look, you do that, you're getting booked. And yeah. um, if I think that you're, you know, faking injury or you're doing whatever, I'm booking you. If I yeah. think, you know, That's and it. maybe if that happens, then we can see a stop to it. But I don't know. And um, not that Uruguay aren't opposed to doing some of that themselves either. I know, yeah. Um. so we'll see. Hopefully, that'll be a good game because I think the matches today were very, very good. And, you know, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, be honest with you, you take. You take Brazil Switzerland aside, there's potential for three nil all draws tomorrow. Yeah, and I you, really hope we don't get any.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I really hope we don't get any nil all draws tomorrow. We got, um, all, we got none
1: today, so let's keep it going.
0: Let's keep it going. We don't want any nil all draws. None today, none yesterday, I believe. None so yet- two days. Can we go for three in a row? You know, I was
1: reading a crazy stat about nil alls. There's like 14, yeah. 14 nil alls at halftime so far.
0: Yeah, it's been crazy how little goals are in the first half. Yeah, um, out of twenty six games as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of madness, and there's not that many, you know, early goals, very early one, obviously in Candy game today. Um, but yeah, so that is about that, I suppose, Phil. Unless you have anything else you want to add before tomorrow's games. Just
1: looking forward to the
0: more, more, more action and just keep it going. Keep uh, it going, looking forward to those last group games when really is like you know, really, really matters. And uh you know, I think we're gonna see some crackers in those last group games as well. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll be back with you guys again tomorrow night.